This is the Heimirtre podcast. Thanks for listening in. Get yourself comfortable and let's get started. Hello everyone and welcome to this brand new podcast. My name is Jasper and let me tell you some stories today. Get yourself comfortable and get yourself some snacks because before we get started, I figured I might have to explain just a little bit about what exactly this is all about. And to do so, I'll tell you briefly about my story. My name is Jasper. I was born not so long ago in a place not too far away from here or there. I was a quiet child. I preferred to read or play games than to talk for hours and hours about who was popular and who was dating who. And books and stories were where I went to explain different worlds. I explored legends of old times which fascinated me and kept me looking for more. And at quite a young age, I decided that one day I'd like to write my own book. Now, of course, years went by with the rhythm of life swaying one way or the other. And I never really found myself really properly starting the project. It was in that time that I also got to know some new people, some new friends who have sticked around with me for years now. And through them, I came into contact with what would soon grow to be my passion, a game. Simple enough to execute and really boundless opportunities for creativity somehow found my way into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. Now, for those who do not know this game, it's a role-playing game in which you create a story together with your friends in a certain world, and you just have fun, really. The game has some players, and it also has someone who leads the game, the Dungeon Master. Now, I personally started out as a player, and I watched in awe as a new world opened up to me slowly, to show a whole new way to look at creativity. But it wouldn't be until years later that I take up the role of creator extraordinaire myself in the game, the Dungeon Master. And I'd like to tell you why. I'd always been in love with the idea of writing my own myths, my own creations. And so all the time while playing D&D, that's what I was trying to do in the game. But I started to notice that as a player, that's not really what you're supposed to be doing, or what you are doing. You're writing a story with your friends, but you have almost no influence over it to a certain degree. And so when I started to notice that, I began to read up on how to become a writer myself, on how to invent a world in which I could see the stories come about and have a go at them myself, as you were, have an influence. And so I began. And that's basically the start of it all, of why I wanted to make this podcast, to share with you all my world, which I created. So you might ask, what will it be about then, specifically? What will I talk about? Well, I think we'll make it interesting for more people than just those who want to know about how I made my world. So what I'll probably do is this. I'll give you all a story I wrote or a bit of information about my world. And then I want to talk to you about why I did that. Because on the one hand, I put a lot of thought into this world, into this creation. 
And on the other hand, it may help other people with writing their own stories, which would be good, I think. It, I think that's necessary for some people to have a baseline, a guiding line to get started. I know I certainly needed one when I started writing. Now then, I'll give you all a story about the Heimirtre. In fact, I'll give you the very first story of how the world all came to be. In the beginning, there was nothing but ice and fire, and the great void between them. We call that void the Bardafelhu. One cannot describe the nothingness, but as a great absence of everything. The human mind isn't capable of imagining such things, simply because we only know the something, but this was the way things were. But the nothingness, of course, was not alone. At the far reach of the emptiness in between were the fiery gates of Hastulhimr, the land of radiant fire. Untamed energy rages through the seas of flames in this area, where power rules. Nine gates form the boundaries, guarded by the mighty fire giant Hator. The guardsman of the blazing land of fire waits unmoving until the end of time when he will open the gates and challenge his brother on the other side of the Pvardafelhu to fight him in the battle which will end all things. Until then, he will not leave his post under any circumstances, his flaming sword at hand, waiting. For at the very other side of the void lies the smoking frigid silence of Iflimr, a world of ice and mist, a place where no soul can ever go. It is there, hidden in the deepest and darkest crevices and cracks of every corner of the great nothingness, that seven poisonous rivers flow into the Bardafelhu, each of them unthinkably darker than the next. Of their names only four are known, for the names of their sisters can never be spoken out loud. They are guarded at their source by Frekar, brother of Heltur. The rivers simmer and boil with freezing cold poison like black tar through the icy chasms of Ifelhimmer. Their secrets lay in the darkness of the world, at the end of everything, there where the darkest magic rules mercilessly. The river seeped into the Vardafelhu, and slowly gave something to nothing. And so things were, until they weren't any more. The waters of Iflhimr came closer and closer to the scorching heat of Hastulhimr, and it didn't take long before some sparkling embers jumped onto the tar-like substance. What was born as a spark quickly came into the world as a flame, and took with it the teeth of devastation and hands of destruction. Gases rose up from the tar, and water evaporated. Charred remainders lumped together into chunks and hardened, and the emptiness of before, slowly but surely, became an emptiness no longer, heralded by the fierce bells of an ear-deafening spectacle. Ash and dust became soil, and the roots of life began to form the haven for all living things to come. The World Tree The Heimirtre
So that's the origin story which I wrote about my world, which is called the Heimutra. Now it's based on Norse mythology. For those of you who know it, the world tree or the Yggdrasil in Norse mythology was basically the tree which kept together all the worlds and which was sort of the linking point between all of them. Now when I started creating my world, I have to say I started basing it on other myths and cultures, which is normal of course, because I was so inexperienced that I had to draw from other sources in the beginning to create my own world. And so this is actually not the first iteration of the Heimitre. This is probably the third or fourth attempt to write my own story, to create my own world. And I'll actually mention this to you. The very last one I based completely on the Norse mythology and I just changed around some names. For those of you who want to create a world, but don't want to put too much time and effort into it, this is not a bad idea to do so, because you can basically take a system, strip it down to its bones, and then fill it in yourself, but you don't have to come up with the system yourself. So if you want to save some time, it's not a bad idea. But in the end, I, I did this, and then I realized that this was not creativity, this was not originality for me. I wanted to create a world and what I'd done basically was take something and changed it around slightly so that people wouldn't recognize it, but in my heart I still knew that it was the same. And so I tried to come up with something new, something fresh, something original. And I'll keep going on about that in another episode because I really based my whole world around an idea I had for the gods. But that's for another time. Now, I also wanted the Heimitre to be linguistically sound. I myself am a linguist, and I've always liked the idea that some words which are related to your own language in another language, if you hear them, you can almost hear what they're supposed to mean. You can sort of trickle it down to its essence. And so I use a lot of languages which are related to English and my mother tongue, Dutch, to create the words and the names in Heimertre. For example, Heimertre means world tree. And also for a lot of other names, which I'll mention in future stories, a lot of them are derived from translations of words. And then I play around with them so that I still can hear the idea, but it's not literally that word, word anymore. You'll also find that colors and light are very important in the way I name things. And I like to play around with words that mean something, that have something to do with light or with color. And I sort of change it around linguistically to see what, what happens. So we'll be seeing a lot of that. And then, of course, you might wonder what type of world this is. Now, I wanted to go for a sort of what I'd call realistic fantasy. This basically means that, yes, of course, you have amazing things which cannot happen in the world we live in, but that doesn't mean that there are no normal diseases, no normal situations which still reflect the world in which we live. For example, if you get ill, you get ill. You can't just whew, cure it. There are certain things which are still hard. Life can be hard in this world, and it should also be reflected in the fantasy world that I create. This doesn't mean that it will be a very harsh world, but it does mean that certain things should not be taken for granted. 
It also means that it's not just because, you know, there is magic that nature and evolution do not exist anymore. Because the basis of the Hamishtra is that evolution basically still took place. And then magic came into it. So that's something you have to take into account. Hamishtra is not just, oh, I want magic, boof. No, I really want to give reasons for everything. And I really want to take into account as many things as I can without it being too much of an overbearance on myself. So I'm not going to take into account why evolution did this or that. But I will take into account the fact that certain creatures evolved to a certain form, as did humans, and that at that point we get magic, and then and then it develops into a whole new twist. But okay, I think that's all I really wanted to talk about today. Uh, next time we'll probably in a week, maybe even two, depending on how much time I can spend on the podcast. But I think that next time I'll probably talk to you about what you might call gods in a, in a regular fantasy world. I'm still considering talking about the actual story of my Dungeons and Dragons campaign, so the story I'm creating with other people in this world, because I'll probably have to talk to them about it as well, because they created it with me. And I'm not sure how beneficial it would be to my campaign either. But for now, anyway, I hope you have had a good time listening to this podcast, and I wish you all an amazing day. Bye.